Good afternoon, everybody. It is July 2nd, 2019, and this is the last episode of the Mercy Rule Podcast. We are, uh, we've decided to uh, hang up the cleats and retire completely. We're going to work factory jobs until we, de- until we decease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm looking at a, a job right now at uh, Jack in the Box. They're, you know, starting off at not an hour. Real, real tough. You know, they're dropping a hard bargain. So, you know, we're, uh, we've decided that we're just going to, you know, call it quits. Call it quits, as they say. And by that, we mean we're just going to rebrand. So uh, if you just be patient with us, good things are coming. We hope everybody's been doing great. And holy shit, has some great sports been going on, Carlisle. What do you have to say about that? A lot of stuff. Uh, we got drafts, free agency, summer league. It's it's happening. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Nathan's hot dog contest. I mean, I have to tell you, there has not been many this many wieners shoved in, this, in mouths, you know. Since like last Tuesday in Nicaragua. You know, people are fighting over wieners and Vienna sausages and frivolous items over there in Nicaragua. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're praying for those people and we love them just like we love you and we pray for you. Now, um, Carla, I want you to tell me something, okay? Yes. Um, why in the fuck do the Knicks suck so bad? Hmm. Like it, it's it's laughable. It, it's, it is, it's gotta it is, be owner GM down I mean I'm not gonna oh, lie to you yeah. they got fucked harder than any team just because on no, tra- they did it to themselves they did they did it to themselves but I'm talking about the, with the lottery and all that they, I mean they had Zion they had printed, already printed out jerseys <laughs> well that no, no see they didn't though and they wanted to act like they did like they fucking do they see they're trying to the speak bag. it into existence they thought he was in the bag they did and they were trying to speak it into existence they were trying to oh well you know if we can just sit here and say that Zion's gonna come and then K- KD will come and then Kyrie will come well guess what that logic's flawed because they didn't even go where Zion they're going to the other team in New York they're going to the other team in New York but Zion's in New Orleans which is gonna have a way fucking better season than New York so you know it's it's just comical how for 25 years dude it's taken the Nets like four years, like five years, to be like Anything. decent. And they've, they've done it. Three years ago, their roster was – it was hilarious. Four years ago, the Knicks had Courtney Lee. Yeah. 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 And now they have R.J. Barrett, which, hey, they're, he's not getting talked about enough. They're letting all this other stuff – like, and, I mean, <laughs> they got the, the Kroger brand, Zion Williams – they got the great value, Zion Williams and Julius Randle. Um, and then Boston got Enos Cantor. So, you know, things are going to work out great. I'm, the East is back. We'll give, we'll give it a, we'll give it a season. See what yeah, happens. No, that's very premature. See what happens. But I want to say it. Of course. I want to say it's back. Of course you want to be the first guy to say it. No, I'm not the first guy, but I'm, I'm going to – look, you, you, see what, you see what teams I wear. You, you know what team is mine, but you know I support the East. Okay, I do, and I'm gonna, I support I'm gonna the rest. I'm gonna ride or die by that, and I respect you, Memphis. I that's the only team I will root for in the West, the only team. I'll root for Memphis if they're not playing Boston. That's a fact, but you know, at the end of the day, I gotta I gotta stay true to myself and what I believe in, and you know, I can't waver. I can't waver from what I think or feel. I was four years old at the Boston team. It's Dickie V, baby. Zion, Zion, he's going to the Knicks. Oh, wait. (laughs) No, he's not. Cook me some bacon and eggs, baby. 
my baby. You know how he talks to his wife. Wait, all sure. the gabagoo. Hey, come here, give me some smack, baby. Soak up my Johnson, baby. Now, I wonder who would win in a fist fight, him or Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, hundred percent, hundred percent. Throat chop. Bobby Knight or throat chop, and he's done. Bobby Knight or Rick Pitino. Bobby Knight. Really? I mean, if you put Dude, Rick, Bobby Knight's the undisputed but, champ, but already? if you put Rick Pitino in a really aerodynamic Lamar, Rick uh, Pitino or uh, Lamar Jackson Foxy, jersey, like one. he had on at the college game day, let's talk like, aerodynamic. Okay, but let's talk like nineties. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like not right now, because Roy Williams couldn't fight anybody. And Coach K couldn't either because he has a hot flash every time Duke's down by five. So it's like, you know, where, where's the health level at here? Does Jim Boheim get to drive a car? Only if Tony Stewart's with him. So no. That's got to be a stipulation. So we're fists. Yes. Um, I bet Pat Summit's got a hell of a haymaker, dude. Dude, Pat Summit, if she could remember how to throw one, yeah, she would have a great one. Bones are probably brittle now, but... I mean, back in the day, we t- we're talking. I don't know how long talking it takes jab, for jab, bones to decay. But but she'd probably break a wrist now. Probably. I mean, people do that alive, and they train. And they train for it. Yeah. We tape it up. Tape it up, kind of. Um. So back to the Knicks. It's it's just hilarious to me how terrible they are. Um. Should we go like a little Nick history? Just to like put how terrible they that were happened. once known as the Knickerbockers. All right, so here let's start with Carmelo because we love that in 2010. Okay, the arrival of Carmelo Anthony. The Knicks and former Phoenix Suns forward center Amari Stoudemire came to an agreement on July 5th, 2010. The deal was made official on July 8th as Stoudemire agreed to approximately a hundred million dollar contract over the span of five years. Now. I remember watching them play Boston, and that was a good team. That was a fun team to watch. I remember, dude, I don't think Amari Stoudemire gets enough credit. No. Because he was a baller back then. Dude, when he wore the mask. The mask. Was it mask? I was going to say, it was yes, a mask. It dude. was masked. So it's like, uh, <laughs> and then you've got, uh, I mean, you fast forward a year later, and it's like, okay, so they get him, and then they get Danilo Gallinari, Wilson Chandler, Mozgov, Costa Kufis. The team that everybody knew, right? Mm-hmm. Not not good at all, but they were there. And then, you know, they get Corey Brewer. Um, so the Knicks clinched their first playoff berth since 04 and 2011. And um, I'm pretty sure Carmelo in the final seconds, the ultimate eliminated. Yeah. Um, so they lost to the Celtics. They got swept that year, um, which not surprising. But, uh, you know, so you fast forward. And let, let's go to the fucking Phil Jackson era. Terrible. 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 Phil Jackson was an asshole. He would like to delete that from his coaching archive. I don't know if he gives a fuck, though. I think he kind of cares about his legacy. You think he does? A little bit. Because his legacy was like, when he coached them, or when he was there, his legacy at that time was like, the best coach that had ever lived coach basketball right well here let's just put this into perspective so the forbes magazine released its franchise value rankings for nba teams and listed the knicks as the world's most valuable basketball organization at 1.4 billion dollars edging out the lakers and the celtics and the bulls and the nets who came in at 780 million so it's like shout out to rock nation i guess for that but you know it it's hard to imagine anyone being more expensive than the lakers to me it is. And then the Celtics second. Right. And then maybe the but Knicks. But the Celtics aren't even on this list. What was that, like In this top order, 10? No, it was a top, I guess, four or five here. It's Knicks, 
Lakers, Bulls, and Nets. That's how that order goes. And then Celtics and the Mavericks. And anyway, the, what I'm saying here is that he, Phil Jackson. Phil Jack? It's like, okay, so they get a D-League team while he's there. That's not bad. Um, and they appointed former coach Phil Jackson as the president of basketball operations. Um, and Mills was still the general manager. So, it, and they were working both directly under James Dolan, who's a fucking dumbass. We all know that. So, um, the Knicks finished that season, his first season, with a 37-45 record. Um, and then they really didn't do any better than that throughout his career. Now they're trying to rebuild, and we all know how that's going. So pretty much since they've gotten the new logo in 1992, they've been shit. Not yeah, shit, the, but nine, I mean, the new look era. They well, had, they've had they Tracy through, McGrady and a couple of guys, but other than that, right. it's been shit. Right. Which is weird because the guy who designed that logo is named Tom O'Grady. Fun fact. Now, um, enough about the Knicks. They've gotten enough attention. It's just funny. It's hilarious. And if I was a Knicks fan, I I get where you're coming from. But I'm not. Yeah. I, if you're a Knicks fan, you feel like a Tennessee fan probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You blew it. Like shit. You fucking blew it. Mm-hmm. You didn't let Alvin Kamara get over 10, chan- 10 touches a game. You blew until it. Until his fucking last year when Jalen Hurd left. That's why you lose a lot of games. So. And that's why you're a champion of life, you stupid piece of shit. I just made this completely not about the Knicks, but that's what fans do, people. Now, let's get back to some stuff that matters. Um, Jimmy Butler is going to the Heat. Uh, we talked about this earlier. There was a picture that came up where it was him and Marquette as a senior, and it was like this little fashion thing because I guess Jimmy just got the sauce. And they were asking him what he would never wear. What did he say, Carlisle? He said, I'll wear anything I fucking want to. I'm Jimmy Butler. Right. But what he actually said was he would never wear a Miami Heat jersey. So it's... Um, him and Dwayne Wade are fans. I mean, are friends. Friends. And yeah. I think that's really more of what this is about. Yeah, but Dwayne Wade's not fucking playing. I know, but I'm, I'm saying like Dwayne that, Wade... That we know of. Dwayne Wade's That we know like, of. I know. You're right. I hope he does. You're right. That would You're be right. awesome. That would be great. He's my favorite player ever. Because then he would do... He just cucked America. But I'm saying... If he's like, oh, guess what? I just got a fucking tour, but I'm staying. But then you, he would Brett Farf everybody. Josh Richardson is up next in Dwayne Wade's spot. So there's nobody to take over the team. And Jimmy Butler's always wanted his own team. And he knows Dwayne Wade's leaving. He, Dwayne, or so we think. So we think. So in my eyes, Dwayne Wade is talking to Pat and he's setting him up. You know what I'm saying? And Pat's cool. That's why, obviously, he made the move to do it. I think if anybody is, I think if anybody is going to get Jimmy Butler on the right page, it's him. But question: Does KD earn all of his respect back as an NBA basketball player moving to the Nets? Look, man, I think people made a way bigger deal about that. They did, but I'm asking for the same people that made it a bigger deal. Is this going to be a big deal? I'm asking because I don't know. It's not a big deal to me. I love me either way. Yeah, man. I think that people need to get over themselves. To me, it's not a big deal. No, I don't think it's a big deal. Now, what is a big fucking deal? I don't hate KD. I hate the Warriors organization. They're a laughing stock. They are retiring KD's number. That's kind of pathetic. And, and the whole thing is like, first off, he wouldn't have got injured if you wouldn't have let him play. Okay? You pressured him to play. We know that. That has been released. Um, not only that, but apparently towards the whole end of the season, you were disrespectful. You didn't treat him right. There was times in the locker room where he said, he, you know, people, which, hey, maybe he's being a diva. I wasn't there. I don't know. But I do have reason to believe, for other reasons, that Golden State is, you know, players are disposable. 
and apparently even guys like Katie that they think that they can just treat them however they want and basically what I'm saying is they want to cover their own ass by retiring his number and trying to make them look better when I in reality see that, they the drove same, them away but at the same time KD's KD and if KD doesn't feel like playing he's not going to play he had, he wanted to play a little well, bit. Well, nobody's gonna put. Look at Kawhi. That's the, Kawhi did it. He he wasn't gonna to fucking me, play. Because a lot of people were blaming the the doctors and everybody, the team doctors that released him, and then like, yeah, you can. But at the same token, Kevin Durant has he's competitive and he wants to be out there with his guys. That's true. So it's half and half, I believe. No, I, look, and I'm sure a thousand people were like, hey, you probably don't need to do this, and he was like, I'm gonna do it. Well, that's with anything. Though. I mean, he's gonna do whatever he wants, regardless. And that's what I'm trying to say is people shouldn't give a fuck. It does not. Hurt them, unless your team's in the West. Now it's in the East, so now it's me, and now I gotta feel this wrath. But guess what? I've dealt with LeBron my whole life and Kobe, so it's like, you know. But they still got the Splash Brothers, so. Because once we got past LeBron in the playoffs, then we go to Kobe in the finals. We being Boston, I know I'm that guy right now. Fuck you, I don't care. So, I look. I don't think it's a big deal. I think Katie, Kyrie, and DeAndre, I think that's a good I think it's a good move. And it's funny because I don't like the Knicks, so it's funny to me. And I think that Boston's gonna be a good enough team. That starting five's ridiculous. Kimba, Jason, Jalen, Enos, and Gordon, that's dangerous. And then this the, the, I'm telling you, this recruiting class right now, or not the recruit the draft class that they have, are the that is the best draft class of this draft. It, it, I'll agree with that. No, it is the best draft. It's not even getting talked about. It's Romeo Langford, Tremont Waters from LSU, who, yes, he was hurt a little towards the end of the season like we talked about last episode, but baller. If you Carson Edwards, who drops bombs. Yeah, on Tennessee, knocked us out. And then you have the the home man, the, the homeboy, Grant. So who's, you know, the SEC player of the year twice. And he was up for the Wooden Player of the Year. So it's like, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know? And I'm, I don't know, man. I just think that that draft class... And there's a lot of good... There was a lot of good players drafted in this draft. I think Memphis drafted smart this year. Yeah. Memphis drafted smart. And they they've got players... Dude, Um, what was his name? Natatabi or Tatanabi last night? He had 20 points. Like yeah. nine rebounds. Summer league. Some assists. Yeah. Ivan I mean, Rab had two blocks. Cool. Ivan Rab did have two blocks. Um, so, you know, it's... Who did he play with in college? And I think we've already said this, but I think... Well, he played with Kimball Walker at UConn in college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Pelicans... No, no, no. He played at USC with... Uh, uh, yeah. Are you Talk, sure? Yeah, we talked about it last night. I thought it was I UConn thought it was UConn, but... No, it was USC. USC? Mm. Well, fuck me. It's all right. Anyway, Ivan Rab, you played good, buddy. And... Um, I, I think the Pelicans, though, to me, sleeper. are going to have a... Com- yeah, a completely sleeper. new team. And it's going to... Be cool. JJ Reddick. It's gonna be cool. I'm excited. Small market team with big players. Mm. It you know D'Angelo Russell to the Warriors. Three three Angelo Russell. You know what's gonna be funny is when none of nobody plays defense. Well, that's their game. They haven't done that in like five years. But Curry and D'Angelo. Three Angelo can shoot. But not play defense. Draymond is lazy, and he. But he plays defense. Mm, he plays defense. He does, but okay, but he can't stay out of foul trouble. Clay Thompson plays defense. I don't give a shit what anyone says. That dude will stick on you. All right, here, 
that you know we don't normally succumb to the normal headlines. We're we're rebels. Fuck those guys, or we'll make fun of it. But this is a serious question. Is the Warriors dynasty over? This is a serious, cheesy question. This is just one that I need to know the answer to. Again, with is their dynasty over and is the East back? I'll have to have a year. See, I don't no, know. Fuck the East. I don't I don't want to I don't care about all well, that. Well with both saying, of them. I, both of those think, questions are both I have to see a year. I only asked you one question. I said, Do you think the Warriors dynasty do you think I that the year. roster and coaches right now, based off what you've seen in the past with these players, do you think they're good enough? To, to compete they're for get, a national championship. They're getting year. older, but they I still, I still feel like they're still going to compete very well. Uh, they're going to be still a, uh, one of the best in the West. There's lightning. There's lightning. Best in the West. The West is the best. The West is the best. Shout out it? to Jim Morrison, because that's what they say. Drugs. Says. Lots of drugs. Lots of drugs. Shout out to Indians. Um, I think this is the longest we've ever talked about NBA on this podcast. It's all right. NBA is it. ha- no, it's happening it. right now, I love man. It. it is happening. There's a lot that we haven't even addressed. Al Horford, uh, he's gone. Bye. He went to the Sixers. Yep. Not good. The East. Um, ben Simmons is about to lock down a five-year deal right now. Still JJ no three-pointers. Pelicans. Um, that's a lot. That's good. JJ Reddick to the Pelicans is good. But Ben Simmons isn't a three-point shooter, so that's fucked. No, no, he's not. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Simmons has never made a three-pointer in the regular NBA season, or ever. In his three, in his NBA season, he is zero percent. Zero for nineteen. Yeah, something like that. Zero, zero for seventeen, 20, something, something like that. that. Yeah, zero for so, something. Pretty wild stat there, guys. You might have to check it out and tell your buddies. Yeah, if you don't believe me, look that shit up because I didn't believe it either. But it's pretty crazy. Now, now on to bigger and juicier mm-hmm. muscular wieners. Mm-hmm. Can Joey Chestnut mm. fit 75 down his throat this year and break his record last year of 74? It, after re-break his broken record that he already broke. Of the year currently at 72, yep. yes. Yes, sir. This is true. Um, now, yeah, I think he can. Dude, okay, first off, 10 minutes. Let's do a little rundown here. Um, and this is like, do they... Okay, it's so over the, seven hot dogs a minute. Right, okay, so listen. The Major League Eating Association, whatever the fuck, MLE, is, do they drug test? Because I feel like marijuana is the steroids of hot dog eating contests. And Matt Stoney had like 69 or 68 hot dogs one year, and right. we know he's smoking. Oh, Fucking so obviously he's not. Seems, yeah, he's he's cookies. He's a sponsor. Yeah, it's genius. It's awesome, Stony. I know it can't be his last name. It's gotta be the. You know what I'm saying? It's it's piece it together well. Where, Matt go? Parker probably. Parker. Parker. Oh fuck. <laughs> well, now that it's all broken through the sound barrier, everything's looking good. All right, Captain. Hit, hit, me, hit me with a hit again. Hit Parker. <laughs> all right. Um. Mm. Man, I love sports. So, yeah, Kobayashi, dude, he went to prison. Dude, the 30 for 30 comes out tonight. And we're not going to give you any spoilers, but uh, Kobayashi has won six consecutive contests from 2001 to 2006. So, I mean, he downed 50 hot dogs, and that I'm, was... I'm coming up from work. We're grilling hot dogs and watching it. Okay. That's... And we're dip, we're di- I won't be here, actually. We're dipping our buns in water. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so here, this just goes to perspective. The... The woman's, hang on, it just had it here. She had thirty-seven last year. Was that what it was? The record. Joey Chestnut had seventy-four. No, I don't even know what the record is for women's. Let's see. She had like, forty-one. Same. Are you saying she? Are you talking about a woman? Yeah, or she. Miko Sudo. 
Is that a girl? Yeah, Miki Sudo. How many did she have? She's been killing it. How many did she have? What's her record? Her record, it looks like it's 41. Sonia Thomas had 45. There we go, chicks. Get them wieners down. I feel like they would be better at this. Who? Girls just like with a leg up a little bit going into a hot dog eating contest. Did you know that um, the refrigerator, he he like, so he was a celebrity contestant one year in 2003. You know, William Perry, the refrigerator. And, uh, okay, so he won a qualifier. And he ate 12 hot dogs. That's a lot of fucking hot dogs. But during the contest, he only ate four in five minutes and then quit. Dude, something happened. Something changed in the water in 1999. Oh, These yeah. motherfuckers were 24, 19, 21 in 12 minutes. Then it went Mike from DeVito, baby. In the year 2000, Steve it went from 20. In the year 2000, went from 25 to 12 minutes. The year 2001, it went to 50. In With Kobayashi, minutes. yeah, Kobayashi doubled the record. That's what he did, and then he won six straight times. And then they made it, made it to 10 minutes in 2008, and now everybody's eating slamming 70. But listen, he has not competed in this contest since 2009. Due to his refusal to sign an exclusive contract with the MLE, which is the current sanctioning body of the contest. In 2010, he was arrested by police after attempting to jump on stage after the contest was over to disrupt the proceedings. In 2011, he was also arrested for breaking into an Oscar Mayer truck. Yeah. No, look. Where it was known for his addiction led down a bad road. To wieners. And look, we all have weaknesses, but son, you gotta get over them wieners. Um... Succulent little big fat. Yeah, Miko Sudo is 37. That's pretty patches. crazy. Miko Sudo ate 41 the year before that, though. She really stepped up. Miko Sudo's one, one, two, three, four, five. I can eat, I can eat like probably five like no bullshit. I could eat like five hot dogs, six so and ten minutes. Before that. So I didn't even start doing women's till 2011. Those fucking pigs. Those fucking pigs. Not cops. No, not cops. We respect the, the law enforcement. Law enforcement. We're law enforcement, but we respect the law enforcement. The, the lawnmen of our county. Yeah, Lake Forest Lawn Enforcement. If you're ever in the area, please give us a call. Um, brought to you by Lawn Lake Forest Lawn Enforcement. Brought to you by. Yes. Yeah, so um, Nathan's Hot Dog Contest. We're we're. Uh, I'm putting yeah. my money on Takaro Kobayashi. It's his first year back, and um, I'm, I'm gonna put my money on Joey Chestnut. Okay. Give me deal. Give me, give me 76. Deal. Um. Now that we're switching it up a little bit. Uh, I'm just saying, dude, a man that won six straight years in a row and then gets arrested for the love of wieners, dog? He got strictly arrested for the love of wieners. Not a lot of men can say that. Not a lot of men can say that. So for me, I'm, I mean, I'm not questioning his love for the game at all. He's dedicated. So, And, and look, Joey Chestnut's a proven opponent and Joey Chestnut's probably just a good old boy that you know I think it's any man's used game. to just slam daddy's ballparks I think it's, you know what I'm yeah, saying right just ballparks and he's like you know grill. what I'm not really good at anything else but I can slam daddy's ballparks and I think that I could eat 74 of these and and you know what his dad's probably like that fat ass he's but making he's not, us money no, they're not because they go like horrendously throw up like right after yeah um switching it up to UFC I know we talked about it before but thir- 239 is this weekend Yes, it this is. This is the big one. Yes, it is. So, who... Luke Rockholt coming back is huge. That's huge. He's fighting John Blackovich. I thought it was Ian. Or Jin. John. John Blackovich. Jan. Jan Blackovich. Let's just say Jan. Um, no, man. I'm, Jan. I'm, I'm pumped. Jan. Jan. John Jones and Tiago Santos. 
Hey, Holly Holmes going to get back there yes, and kick Amanda Nunes in the face. going to kick somebody in the ben face. Ben Askren and Jorge Masvidal. This is, this is a huge fight. Diego Sanchez and Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa? Wait, why does it say... Oh, that was... Oh, oh. oh. Francis Nagano and Junior Dos Santos was scheduled for this card, but they moved it. Yeah, well, because the last card, the, the only good other fight was um, the co-main with um, Juicy Air, Formiga, and... Whoever the fuck. Chang Jung Sung. Yeah, Jung Sung. Um, Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm, the last two people that Ronda Rousey has lost to in her UFC career. Who will be the winner here in the tell of the tape? Let's go ahead and take a look at these two fighters and how they match up. Carlisle, what are you feeling about this fight? Well, Holly Holm is six years his elder. Both 5'7 in height. 135 pounds and a 69-inch reach. Virtually identical other than age. Now, these two women come in strong. Holly has had the belt. Amanda with the belt. Now, Daniel, can you tell me what the what the bout of these two women will be? Uh, I, I think that this bout's going to go, uh, look, this is what I have. I have Holly Holm, second round knockout. The, both of these fighters are coming off of wins. Both of them have a chip on their shoulder. Four Holly losses Holm, each. Holly Holm wants that belt back. And she will not take no for an answer. Does Amanda Nunes have a little experience under her belt? Absolutely, but I don't think that's going to matter at all. I think that Holly Holm uses her striking and knocks Amanda Nunes the fuck out. You heard it here first, folks. And you can catch it all fights and more Saturday, July 6th at 9 p.m. at the T-Mobile Arena. And it'll be coming at you fast. Be there. Now, you know what fight I'm looking forward to. The John meet. Jones. No, no. I want to see John Jones fight. No, I, I am too, but you know what fight I've been looking Luke forward Rockhold. to. Luke Rockhold. No. Ben Askren. Yeah. You, you can't Funky, wait. Funky, baby. You, you can't wait to see Jorge Masvidal give him a quick 2-2-1 two, two, and just bam. Dude, I would be so... I, that would hurt. That would honestly hurt me. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're in the, the, the tornado belt of the south. So uh, if you hear some thunder, don't get startled, baby, because we're with you. It's just turbulence. It's just some turbulence. It's going to be a rough ride, but we're strapped in. And God dang it, we got some good pilots, so hey. Um, no, dude, if Jorge Masvidal wins this fight, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do something I shouldn't do, you know? That's what I would feel like doing, something I shouldn't do. Well, I hope he wins so you don't do that. Um, Carlisle, give me another rundown. Let's take another look at the tape here. We're going to pass it over to Carlisle. Uh, Carlisle Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren. We've got the number four and the number five. Um, what are these, welterweights? Now, these two gentlemen here are virtually both identical. Both mm-hmm. 34 years of mm-hmm. age, 5'9", mm-hmm. 170. Mm-hmm. Now, Masvidal is going to come in with a two-inch reach at mm-hmm. 74 inches. Mm-hmm. Um Ben Askren likes to grapple. Mm-hmm. He likes the ground game. Championship wrestler. Masvidal likes to stand up. Now SEC. this game is stand. This game is stand up first. Uh, Masvidal is a great stand up. Uh, great striker. Darren Till in a in a main event um, when he was ranked number eleven in the class beat Darren Till number three and Darren Till was in England. They were supposed to. I think it was O2 Arena. They were supposed to. He was supposed to kill him, but he tried to get on the ground and he couldn't. He couldn't get Masvidal on the ground. So, with that being said, I'm going to take Masvidal because he's quick on his feet. Okay. He's he's quick for his size. And I don't know if Ben Askren is ready for that that type of stand-up game. See, but that's the thing. I think Ben Askren is quicker than people give him credit he for. He is. And I think he can – first off, he can take a fucking ass whooping. Oh, for sure. And I don't want him to, but he's capable of doing he that. He took one against Robbie Lawler. He took one every time. Now, now – Every time. Now, if he gets if he gets Masvidal on the ground People say Robbie Lawler quick, working out, but – don't drop your arms, buddy. Don't drop your arms, pal. 
Don't drop your arms. Jose, he's a submission specialist. Jose Aldo did it. He dropped yeah, his arms. They stopped the fight. That's, that's what happens. And that's the thing, man. At least there's consistency in the UFC. You know what not to do. You know what they're looking for. Exactly. Like there's only This isn't football. There's not technicalities. There's not a, a no call. It should just be, hey, don't look unconscious. Right. Because if, if a ref sees you tensed up and you're getting choked out yeah. and, then, and then your arms do this, I don't know, in certain training you're, you're taught to relax in moments like that. But you can't just, I mean... Everyone in the mother and their mother and everyone that bought pay per views like, oh my god, he's out. Well, and then a lot of fighters do this. Just talk to him. Talk to the rep. Be like, yo, don't stop. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. If you're if you're being verbal, and you're like, yo, just chill and a out. lot of it needs the refs need to be have better placing. They need I, to, dude. Her in a situation all of, or, or Big John, like you've Dan got Margliata. guys. Dan Margliata. Um, who's the other guy with the bald head and the like handlebar mustache? He's good. Oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, he was the Francis Naganu. Eve Levine and Mario Yamasaki. Eve Levine. Eve Levine's the man. He's big as fuck. But no, I don't know what the little handlebars guy, guy's name is. But um, handlebar yeah, man. Johnson. Handlebar Johnson. Um, I've got Ben Askren in this fight. I'm very excited about this fight, and I hate Jorge Masvidal. So, well, I'm not supposed to hate anybody, but I dislike Jorge Masvidal. Um, that's a welterweight bout of the night. Now, like you said, I think a, a very underrated fight is Diego Sanchez and Michael Chiesa. Very underrated. There's two convicts. It's going to be a great we fight. We talked about this. This is a convict fight. Yeah, this is a convict fight. And they both helped each other in the robbery. Same bank robbery. Right. Yeah, no, they were teammates turned foe. Now, Diego Sanchez, he's got a lot more experience, and he looks like it. He looks fucking 80 years old, but he's not. Those ears have seen some, some hidden, I'll tell you that. Those ears look like somebody just fucking tap danced on them for years. Probably did. Probably did. It looks like Michael Chiesa tap danced on his ears. He did. For years and years and years and years. Man, can you imagine fighting for a living? Yeah. I fight every day. You think you could do it, though? <laughs> no, fuck no. Get knocked out you know one time? Are you kidding me? I got knocked out one publicly? time. Publicly? You know how much of a badass you have to be to get knocked out publicly, come back, have the confidence to win again, win, and then be like, yeah. I'm fucking awesome, guys. I'll tell you what, those guys but are... But that's life, too, in a nutshell. I mean, that is life. Those like, guys... The breakdown of that is life. You those, get knocked down, you get back up, you keep going. But it's not on a public fucking stage that you pay $80 for. You know? You don't pay $80 for life. You don't pay $80 for anything. Maybe you paid $80 for that dinner that you took the mom or whoever the baby mom is to, and then, you know, whatever happened, happened. But... I'm not going to say anyone likes to get knocked out, but... I, I don't like to get hit, and I've heard these guys say, you know, a couple, couple, four or five hits I in like the face pain. get me going. I like pain. Who's to say that these guys, like, you know, I've had eight, nine wins in a row, one knockout's not too, you know, feels good. It keeps me humble. What? Yeah, but, but they're animals. They're animals. Yeah. And they're different. They so. are. That's a different breed, man. Out of everything you could do, that's And the thing is, is everyone's always like, oh, you know, they need, they need to quit that because of brain injuries. These guys at seven years old in their geek with their green belt know that this is what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And they know that they're going to take a head bash and that's just what it is. And Dana White's hopefully preparing for that check. Uh, we've got a news flash. The 76ers have made a max offer to Ben Simmons for the offer of five years, $170 million contract extension. We do not know if Rich Paul and Ben Simmons and his camp are going to you know, accept this offer immediately or if they're going to take time to weigh other options, but we will get back with you immediately. Um, Wimbledon. Let's talk about some Wimbledon. 
Let's talk about some endless I think Michael love. Chase is going to win that fight, by the way. Sorry, we got off topic. But Michael Chase is going to beat Diego Sanchez's ass. Um, okay. So, oh, John Jones wins. So here, Michael Chase, Luke Rockhold, Ben Askren, Holly Holm, and John Jones. That's who I have in this card. Who do you have? Go on record right now. Go on record right now. I got, um, let's go Diego Sanchez, Luke Rockhold, Masvidal, Nunez and John Jones. Okay. Those I'll, are my picks and I'm sticking to them. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, now here, let's go to Wimbledon. It's Wimbledon right now. Um, usually I don't give a fuck about Wimbledon, but I figure that it's such a big event, we need to talk about it. We talk about golf's four majors, so we might as well talk about the four Grand Slams. Now, the thing about Wimbledon, it's the only Grand Slam of the major four tennis Grand Slam events held each year played on grass fact and that chris fowler talks about dude listen it's cut it exactly eight millimeters eight millimeters high exactly Exactly. if it's a nine i'll cut your throat if it's a nine i'll fucking cut your face off that's crazy hey it's a game of millimeters son the first Wimbledon Championship took place in 1877, making it the oldest tennis tournament in the world. Men's singles was the only event played that year, and ladies' singles and men's doubles events came in the scene in 1884. In 1913, the ladies' doubles and mixed doubles events were added to the tournament. Um, so apparently, super strict uh, dress code. You can only wear white. Um, excuse me, but Mr. Tennis People, it is uh, 2019. Yep. Should think that's a little uh uncharacteristic. <clears throat> maybe. You know, maybe. Um I'm not a judge. I didn't go to law school, so I'm not gonna sit here and tell people what's right. Mm-hmm. I do know that the five foot five Aussie, mm-hmm. Ashley oh, Barty, sup. uh sup is hotter than anyone right now. Right. Sup. Sup. Uh she won the French Open and then transitioned smoothly to the grass playing field mm-hmm. where she won the Birmingham and grabbing the number one ranking. Mm-hmm. And uh I gotta tell you who's hotter than that. Yeah. Joanna Conta, Donna Vikvik, Donna Vikvik, Vic, Vic, Caroline Garcia. Garcia. Now not hot is Noemi Osaka. <laughs> Why is she not hot, Carla? The recently disposed number one is in pretty good company in the hot not category. Mm-hmm. But that's small consolation. Mm-hmm. She is just thirteen and six since she won the Australian Open. And then promptly ended her extremely successful partnership with Coach Bajin. Never want to leave your good coach that helps you win the Australian Open. It's just crazy how the 15-year-old Coco Goff knocked off Venus Williams in the first round. It's pretty wild. Man, I, uh, let me tell you about them Williams sisters. Let me tell you. You ever seen a ham scoot across a Peter tennis court? Peter Bodo, Boodoo. Um, I just like it when the little people run across to get the balls. It's hilarious. That's a cool job. Dude, it's apparently like a camp, and it's super like like hard to get into, like hard to get chosen. Like it is a fucking... Like you've you got to have good go. lateral quickness. I don't know what it is, dude. They're sitting there doing suicides at camp all day, grabbing balls, and if you drop one, just a check. You it's like back. a church. Or it's like a Catholic. Or sending you back to Kentucky to build, milk your goats. It's like a Catholic priest. They only pick the ones that like them the most. If you know what I'm saying. Wink. Or those hard to get ones. Wink. Wink. 
Okay, moving on now. Um, I don't even know who the fuck is in like how, dude. Well, tennis confuses me. Love sets sets of three. I know you play. T- I just three sets I, and then I, serve. I just I. I don't know. Yeah. There's some lines. It's cool. I respect it. I respect what you do, tennis players. But right now, we're gonna go ahead and talk about some NHL free agency and draft signing. Now, with that being said, biggest names that are still available, best remaining unrestricted free agents as of right now um, are Zingle, Gardner, Marlowe, and Joe Thornton. Big Jumbo Joe. So I think he'll probably stay in San Jose. But, um, you know, the Maple Leafs, I don't know. I mean, they've got so much talent. It's um, I don't know how much losing those two guys are going to hurt them. But the Metropolitan Division shakeup highlights the first day of free agency for sure. Rangers get Panarin, Devils get Simmons from Nashville, Islanders, uh, the Islanders get Varlamov, and then um, Matt Duchesne went to your team, the Predators. Yep. Uh, the Boston Bruins made a lot of minor signs, a lot of seven hundred thousand deals, you know, like three or four of those signing people, signing guys one year deals. Connor Clifton got signed to a one year deal, I think, for like a million bucks, something like that. Um, but Panarin to the Rangers is hilarious because it's it, it dude it's again New York sports teams suck they suck uh, the Yankees they're okay right now they're doing good but they have a history of being terrible um, the Islanders doing this this is really their one guy their only hope Panarin's the man he's the captain and they fucking trade him and um, it's funny it's just funny I just I don't know I. I'm just know. looking at I, at the draft. These guys are from all over the I place. I don't like to live off other people's sadness, but at the same time, I do. When it comes to sports, sports, only sports, only sports. Come on. Hey. Well, if we didn't have sports, we would be in war all the time. So, countries need the Olympics. They need fighting. They right. need Ireland's best versus England's best in a match for the ages. Oh, I got it pulled up, but you don't even ask. Um. Yeah, man. Some say the Olympics saved Atlanta. Or hip-hop. Or hip-hop. Gucci Mane saved Or hip-hop. Atlanta. Right. Gucci Mane did save Atlanta. Well. State versus Roderick Davis. Hey, we love you. We, we love you. Have a great day. We'll see you later under a new orthodox. Yes, sir.